As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Man Yells at News. I'm your host, Larry Yellingman, and you may hear something a bit different about today's episode. Well, dear listener, that's because I got a new, a new, a new microphone and some kit, and I hope the difference is noticeable. My guests for tonight are the amazing PZ Myers and Amy with a Y. PZ, Amy, how y'all doing? I'm doing fine. I am fantastic. Glad to hear it. So what do y'all have to plug for us tonight? PZ, you want to go first? Since you- sure, I'll, I'll, plug free, I'll, I'll plug freethoughtblogs.com. So we got about 30 bloggers there all writing about social justice and godlessness and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, So stop on by and take a look at what they're doing. Okay. Uh, Free Thought Blogs is awesome. I can attest to that. I am Amy with a Y. I'm half of the Secular Soup podcast. Uh, The better half, although if Amy with an I hears this, she'll probably get mad at me. So we're equally good halves of one podcast, Secular Soup. Check us out on Facebook, on your podcatcher, wherever. You know how to find podcasts, Secular Soup. I find them with, with, with the divining rod. With you, the div- you can figure it out. It's not hard. Okay. Great. <laughs> Let's roll the virtual dice and see who goes first. One to two for me, three to four for PZ, and five to six for Amy. And I got two. Okay. That me. Oh, 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 hell. I go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you win? <laughs> I I win more depression. Oh, okay, now there we go. Oh, and I will be loudly drinking tea during this entire thing, just so you know. Getting that out of the way. I'm fine with that. Okay. It, it, just don't spill the tea. But if you do, to. spill all the tea. And make it really funny. Yep. Okay. Oh my god, this so, is my neck of the woods. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. <laughs> hey, I'm in Minnesota too. In fact, so, you're yeah. probably closer to this than I am, PZ. Uh, two hours away. Yeah. 
That's a good four. So, PZ, Amy, I have a question for y'all. What would y'all do for a Klondike bar? (laughs) I don't like Klondike bars. I wouldn't do anything for them. Yeah, that's that's just sugar and fat. No thanks. I'll pass. Eh, I, I've killed for less. Wait, wait, wait no, sorry. <laughs> Makes sense. I'd say what I did, but that case is ongoing. And that ostrich walked away, so it's all good. I don't know what the guy in this story would do for a Klondike bar, but I do know what he'd do for some chicken nuggets. From ke- from keyc dot com, a mankato, a mankato, 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 mankato man. A Mankato man broke into someone's house and ate their damn chicken nuggets. The inflated Jeremiah Johnson lookalike was later arrested after cops were called and found him drunk and under the influence of a controlled substance. Okay, now the article does not say what that substance is. So I'm going to introduce my new segment on this podcast. Guess that substance. (laughs) I am going with meth straight up. This is meth country. Uh, well, since it's chicken nuggets, it's got to be Szechuan sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only one who that would work like that on is Rick Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. What's I, the name of the guy who was arrested? Uh, um, uh, shit, I don't know. Dylan the Bradley song? Madden. Very preppy oh. white name. Dylan Bradley Madden. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Rick at all. No, I think Dylan uh, was having a fun night, and I just, I really hope they weren't McDonald's chicken nuggets that he was breaking in for, because those are not worth breaking into a house for, or even going to McDonald's for. Like, I'm going to lose some SJW cred here, but I like Chick-fil-A's nuggets. What? (laughs) Blasphemer. It's, I can't stand Chick-fil-A, but I love their nuggets. Yeah, but it's it's okay then because you're making this vast sacrifice by never purchasing them, right? Exactly. Right? Um, You've been on a fast. Not period. of my own volition, but let's just say I am a, a very weak man who can be led very easily by, by the women in my life. Here's what you need to do. Uh, Instead of purchasing them and giving money to Chick-fil-A, you need to go find someone who has them at their house and then break into their house and just eat them there. And then it won't be an ethical problem. I mean, it works for this guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, or or hold up Chick-fil-A. Go right yeah. to the source. Here. We here at Man Yells at News do not advocate for breaking into Chick-fil-A, no matter how fun it may seem at the time. But it's the only ethical thing to do. I, hmm, that that does bring up some interesting questions that we don't have time for here. So, who's next? I don't know. You're the host. Yeah, you. Spoke. Okay, then. Fuck it, you spoke up first. So, Amy. I always speak up first. It's what I do. Okay, I'm gonna post my link here. Hold on. Now, I should mention that I literally found all of these articles 10 minutes ago, and I just got them all from BuzzFeed because I was in the car on the way home listening to um, Sam Harris talk about the Lawrence Krauss thing and about how terrible BuzzFeed is. And it just, I don't know, it, it spurred me to want to find all of my articles from BuzzFeed. So that's what I've done. So. Hey, I can't. 
Just saying, if Sam Harris hates BuzzFeed <laughs> and he and, and he's the most skeptical human in the known universe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't think we should trust it. So my article, the first one really hit home with me. Um, the title is This is Bad, B-A-D. Some Democrats are sick of a dire email strategy. They have this relentless fucking strategy that seems to overwhelm and deceive their supporters, one former Democratic digital strategist told BuzzFeed News. So the reason this resonated with me is that I am so fucking tired of getting emails from every, like, I'm on every Democrat mailing list, I'm on every liberal mailing list, and I I get all the emails, and I'm so sick of them, and I never read them, and I can't imagine how they're making as much money at this as they are because when I see those I just delete them because I know they just want my money and I don't fall for a headline that says you know Trump's gonna kill us all tonight send us your money I'm not stupid so I I just too many emails too many yeah I I feel the same way they're all apocalyptic and it's it's just it just burns me out and I just say okay uh, clearly you're inflating the problem. So why should I trust you? Yeah. And it's like, that's just it. You get burnout. I've seen so many of them that it makes me just not want to care about those races because I've seen too many freaking emails and I just, I, it's annoying and yeah, they need to stop doing it and find a better way to fundraise or at least find a way to send some better emails. I, I don't know what the solution to this is, but quit sending me emails with dire headlines. They're annoying. Yeah, oh, hell, speaking, speaking of burnout, I'm still getting emails from the Bernie Sanders campaign. Oh, of course you are. Because like, uh-huh. it's still going like, on. In my defense, I was, well, I mean, I still, well, I was a young college student. Are you a Bernie bro? So, if you, I, well, I bought into free college. Okay. I mean, I'm okay with Like, that. just saying, like, if you want to win college students over, <laughs> make make college more cheap. That'll win over college professors too. It'll also win over parents. I like that idea. Parents with yes. two children who are going to be in college eventually, hopefully, or living in my basement for the next. Oh, could go either way. Well, I'm not living in the basement for the next four <laughs> years. The living room? No. Attic. attic. Well, no, 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 just below the attic. Just... Hmm. It's all good. Oh. oh, oh. I will say this in my defense. I voted for Bernie in the primary, but Hillary in, in, in the general because I'm a goddamn adult. Me too. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like we're politically uniform here. Yeah, we have. What kind of goddamn <laughs> bubble is this? We like to cultivate <laughs> one that keeps bubbles. me sane. Yeah, we have caucuses here in Minnesota, hey. so I went to the caucus and voted for Bernie Sanders, as did a majority of the people at my caucus. But yeah, when the general came. I'm not a screaming child throwing a tantrum, so I voted for the person who isn't Donald Trump. Sue yep, me. Same here. I, I mean, I was doing a lot of screaming when Trump won, but that's a different story. Well, we all do that. Okay, so, PZ, what you got for us? Okay, let's see if we can make this work. Oh, there it, it works. Okay. Yay. So, this is the story that had me kind of upset this week. Um, it's titled NASA astronaut. The one. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got many. 
But this one is NASA astronaut who spent a year in space now has different DNA from his I twin. I saw this and was wondering what the deal was. It, must, it is total bunk. No, that's not true. Um, it's it's this horrible story that says all this nonsense about DNA. Um, the things I would I would tell the reporter here is, first of all, twins do not have totally identical DNA. They have small differences. And that what was being measured here is not the DNA sequence, but DNA expression. And we all change patterns of DNA expression all the time. I change my DNA expression when it changes into winter from summer. Mm. That's hmm. just that's just the way biology works. And similarly, um, when this astronaut went up into space and was weightless for, what, 500 days, uh, some of his gene, gene expression changed, as you would expect. Uh, but it has nothing to do with, you know, when I, when I heard this story, I was thinking, have you seen uh, Annihilation? No. Uh, no. no. Okay. Well, that I one. You don't mean more combat No, the new the new science fiction movie. Then basically, no. basically, it's a story about this thing coming from outer space and hitting the Earth, and it changes the DNA of everything within this this little region called the Shimmer. So, uh, but that's that's science fiction. It's not real. It, this is a totally bogus story. And since NASA has had to come out and say, no, that's not true, their DNA did not change. It's just patterns of methylation, things like epigenetic changes. Well, that's the type of thing that really contributes hmm. to science illiteracy. Because someone like me, who's not a scientist by any means and doesn't follow stuff like this closely, I just saw that headline somewhere and went, wow, that's cool. I should go back and read that article later. And I never did and probably wouldn't yeah. have, but it would have left me with the impression that that was something that's possible just because I saw it in right. passing. And I'm glad you explained it because now I don't have to go back and read it. <laughs> Look into it. Yeah, you can just, can I just call you throw it right I in the trash can. When I, whenever I have a. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm glad you explained yeah, it just too. Because I also knew what those words yeah. were. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I will say this. This is why I like ha having guests like y'all on because y'all are actually interesting. <laughs> Uh, and, and and actually know your shit. Well, I'm, I'm not interesting. Shit. I'm just. Yeah, prank. I'm interesting. PZ knows his shit. It's I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for my for my next story, I I don't. Really, I I love this so much. So so goddamn Is much. This the fisting a cow story again. No. <laughs> That was hilarious, but no. <laughs> I did not see this one coming. From thinkprogress.org, Matthew Heimbach, leader of the Traditionalist Worker Party, which, that, that that's clearly a liberal organization, right? And actual motherfucking Nazi <laughs> was arrested on charges of battery. Heimbach and his mother-in-law had been having an affair for months, which eventually ended. To quote the article, from there, things got even more ridiculous. At least until Heimbach decided to assault both his wife and his father-in-law. Fortunately for us, but not so much for Heimbach, he was already placed under probation for shoving an anti-Trump protester at a Trump rally. With the probation, the arrest, and the TWP struggling to raise funds, I think it's safe to announce this group dead and buried. I'm throwing a party. 
Yeah. See, Seth, there are still Nazis, even if they are having legal troubles. (laughs) Yeah, that that story was hilarious. It combined so many redneck memes all in one. You know, he's boinking his mother-in-law. In a trailer. I was going to say, I just saw the trailer part. Watch the encounter on a box through a window. While doing this, the box broke and he ran around the trailer to confront him. Oh, so good. Right. Oh, yeah. And then there's a confrontation in the parking lot of a Walmart. Of course there is. I mean, it's just just, every stereotype is on parade right there. Oh, my God. It... well, yeah, like I said, he's an actual motherfucking oh. Nazi. That's not, that's not just a, an but insult for once. are you technically once. a motherfucker? Do you have to be fucking your own mother, or can it be someone else's mother? Because otherwise, we're using the term too liberally. Because anybody could be a mother that you're fucking. So I think we should reserve the term just for people fucking their own mothers. And I'm taking a strong stand on this. So. Okay, but now this is his mother-in-law. Right, I get that, but that's not well, close enough. Maybe we could call him a mother-in-law. The mother of his wife. <laughs> okay. Oh, I care about precise speech, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this is so terrible. Oh, i i do want to I do want to add one one last thing though. So y'all know the lawyer who was defending Richard Spencer. Well, I didn't know this until I read this article, but apparently he's quit the movement. Why? So, i i I don't know. I'm reading the, the, the I'm reading the linked article right now. Um, I am not. It's not getting into why he left yet. Oh wait, what's this? Oh, apparently he's mad that journalists have misrepresented uh, him. Yeah. Apparently. It's a problem with the Yeah, apparently he made some statements in college over a decade ago and people found that and reported well, on but them. He's changed now, right? I mean he's more of a Nazi now, so Somehow I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my Yeah, you know what I find really nice about this story though is we hear all these terrible stories about what a shit show the atheist movement has become. And there is something worse. <laughs> That's it's true. like, well, we haven't reached bottom yet. It's kind of reassuring. It's coming soon, I'm sure. That, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we aren't a whole movement of, say, Richard yeah. Carriers yet. Just getting close. I mean, we're not allegedly Richard Carriers, allegedly, allegedly. yet allegedly. <laughs> Just because I can't say allegedly enough. Oh, I don't have to say allegedly because he's already oh, suing well. me. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not like I I'm not sure what I what's safe and unsafe to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying not to make that worse by accident. Well, I think we can all that you're not okay, a motherfucker. So, I'll go on the record. Okay. I, I'm terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm, and I'm still eating candy. I'm really taking this <laughs> seriously, Larry. Just for you, I'm drinking my tea yeah. into the microphone and eating a candy bar. Um, okay, let's see. All I can think of is that meme where it's like someone sitting at a table where it's, where, where it's like text and then <laughs> prove me wrong. Okay, putting my article in here. 
All right. <clears throat> yeah, I figured it out. I sensed a pattern in the chat, and there's only three of us, so I can follow a pattern that small. Not much bigger, though. So my, my article... Again from BuzzFeed, police sent a bomb squad to defuse what turned out to be a ghost hunting device. So apparently what happened, this was in Canada, Ontario, Canada. Um, Some ghost hunters, a group of ghost hunters had gone into some old building and done a ghost hunt, as you do, and recorded some stuff. And apparently they left one of their little tiny... um, electromagnetic I'm trying to scroll down to figure I can't remember what it was but they left one of their little pieces of electrical equipment in the building and the people who own or run the building noticed it and thought it was a bomb and their first thought wasn't I wonder if it was those ghost hunters that were here and had all this weird ass equipment with them their first thought was we should call the police and get the bomb squad out here so the bomb squad actually went there and blew it up with um whatever they used to blow up bombs with before anybody figured out that it was just that these people forgot their, their little thing there. So, but they are confident that they did get evidence of a ghost. So we'll stay, stay tuned on that. Yeah. Oh no, this, yeah, yeah, this this is where they lost the evidence. We finally had evidence of ghosts (laughs) and the police blew it up. I'm calling conspiracy on this it. one. We were going to have all that we needed. <laughs> Although they didn't blow up the YouTube video. It was just their little electro whatever it was. I'm looking at the photos. That looks less like a ghost and more like one of those oh, club yeah. lights or something. That looks like a standard light reflection in a photo. <laughs> But but that's yeah. what ghosts look like. It's got a green aura, so that means that it's <laughs> trapped in between this world and the next. And so what we should do is probably yell at it and insult it and get it to talk to us. That's what I've heard. Like, I think that's how you handle ghosts. Uh-huh. All right, look, y'all, I am not prepared to make fun of ghosts because ghosts and God ha- have the same appearance. <laughs> They're invisible. True story. And just saying, if you make if and if I can't make fun of God for being invisible, I can't make fun of ghosts for doing yeah, the same thing. Invisible, they have the evidence right in front of you. There's a picture right there, and and they've got I a mean, greenish glow. Yeah, yeah, ghosts <laughs> ghosts have the same evidence oh, as God does. <laughs> look at this; they didn't even just find a ghost; they know which ghost it is. We believe that this is George, the first man to be executed at Mackenzie Hall in 1862. Look at the top of the pictures. Okay, I see the top of the pictures. Um, how do we know that's George? I I don't. Did he tell you? Because he was a huge <laughs> rave fan, even back in the 1800s. Before they killed him. <laughs> just, 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 just like... <laughs> Mine companions coming down to Mackenzie Hall. <laughs> Listen to my fat beats, yo. Oh, I do love a good historical drama. So if somebody could turn that into a historical drama I can watch on Netflix, I'll watch it. Just saying. All I'm picturing is Game of Thrones, Star but Blights. with like more raves. <laughs> hey, how many problems in Game of Thrones could be solved with good enough music? Probably all of them. 
Okay, PZ, PZ what oh. you got? Okay, how about, let's see, try this one. So what this is, is it's titled, Doctors Find Air Pocket Where Part of Man's Brain Should Be. <laughs> the what? Eli Bosnick story. <laughs> so, God damn. Yeah. So this As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lily man came in and into the doctor and they discovered that his entire front, right frontal cortex was just a giant bubble of air. <laughs> How is that possible? But he was... I want to know that too. Uh, what it is is pneumatocele. So what happened is he apparently has a slow-growing osteosarcoma, a bone cancer, and it's caused a little perfor perforation in the base of his skull. So every time he sneezes, a little bit of air bubbles up into his brain. Oh and it's God. gradually expanded until it's taken away. Like a quarter of his brain is just filled up with this airspace now. Um the interesting thing about it, though, is that he's showing no brain deficits at all. He feels fine. He's perfectly intelligent, perfectly competent. Uh, he's getting around just fine. He's just an old guy. Is he a Trump voter? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Uh, no, I think Trump voters have much less brain matter than this. Yeah. So that's the, probably he's probably still okay. Maybe, maybe he was. Uh, maybe he voted for Bernie instead. But anyway. <laughs> He's just got this this little vacuum little vacuole appearing in his brain, and apparently you don't need as much of your brain as you think. So he's doing just fine. He opted not to have it treated because at his age, the surgery would probably be more traumatic than continuing as he is. I mean, eighty four years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's the same story with a lot of prostate cancers. They don't even bother to operate because it's so slow growing. It, it's no big deal. Um, I imagine if he had a sneezing fit, there might be more of a problem. Yeah, I kind of never want to sneeze again after reading. <laughs> yeah. Well, sneezing after brain surgery. Uh, right. Okay. Like, it, it's not just random sneezing. You're like, like, you'll be fine next summer. Okay. So as long as I haven't had a brain surgery, I'm good to go on the sneezing. Yeah. Should be. Okay, good. I'll yeah. I'll take your word for it. You're a doctor. Right? <laughs> Who are you talking to? One of you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that kind of doctor. <laughs> All right. I'm the kind of doctor who would see this and say, oh, we should drill into your head and see what's going on. Here. <laughs> I'm the kind of doctor whose entire medical education is watching House over a lot. 
Oh, yeah. then then you know it's lupus. Or, yeah, it's never lupus. Oh, it's never lupus. That's right. It's been a while since I saw House. Except that one time when it yeah. was. <laughs> I read a lot of uh, WebMD, so that probably qualifies me. I love every WebMD. Time, every time I get a rash, I got to check it out on WebMD to find out I have cancer. So. <laughs> I I went there once because I had a cough or something, and they thought I had acute kidney failure. Whoa! <laughs> like I listed all my symptoms. That was in the last three. That was of of the potential illnesses. Yeah, my youngest son actually just this week we noticed kind of a like a dark skin patch like under his arm. Like it just it kind of looked like dirt, but maybe not. But I got on the Google and. Long story short, I was texting my friend who's a nurse, sending her pictures going, please talk me off the ledge and tell me my kid doesn't have cancer. And she's like, yeah, your kid does not have cancer. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But I was just like, oh, my God, the brown patch. She didn't say it wasn't AIDS, though. That's true. Could be AIDS. But that wasn't in the list of, you know, possibilities. It was like type 2 diabetes, uh, nothing at all, or cancer. So... I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, I got to say, getting cancer would make me angry. And speaking of angry, <laughs> have y'all ever had a restaurant fuck up your order? No. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> good. Well, the woman in this story threw her hot pizza at a restaurant manager. From Local10.com, a Florida woman, y'all, I swear on Odin's flaming pubes, I could do this entire show about Florida, became irate after I love New York pizza, fucked up her pizza twice. Leslie Vermilio, the, the angry customer and alleged pizza frisbee enthusiast, said that the manager was argumentative and rude and she had no choice other than to throw the pizza. While this does raise some questions about free will, I would like to state this clearly. Don't throw hot pizza at people! Let me put it another way. If you find yourself about to do something that may or may not be illegal, like sexually assaulting people, ask yourself a question. (laughs) Will bail be more expensive than this? If the answer is yes, and it always will be, don't fucking do it! (laughs) To be fair, they screwed it up twice, though. I mean... Just just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> How did they screw it up, though? It, it didn't say. It just said it failed to meet expectations, basically. Oh, well, I could say that about just about every pizza place in the country. Well, yeah. yeah. I like that it says the first one The first one was made incorrectly, so I'm guessing the first one had the wrong toppings. But then it just says when a second pie failed to live up to her order, that could mean anything. That could just mean there wasn't enough cheese on it. It wasn't the right temperature. She didn't like the crust. That's very open to interpretation. All I got to say is if Gordon Ramsay couldn't get away with it, then she can either. I like how here it says, she says the female manager was argumentative and rude. So she had no other choice than to throw the hot pizza hitting the woman. In the air. No other choice. That's it. That's all she could do. So, I wait, I forgot my free will. Does that mean she's a compatible list or the other one? That I... I don't know. I can't. It's been a while since I had to remember this shit. What am I, a philosopher? I just do a second-rate podcast. I don't know. I'm going to have Sam Harris on next time. Maybe he'll clear Good this up for idea. me. idea. He can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I th- I th- as long as I don't bring, <laughs> as long as I don't bring up the Krauss thing. Yeah, the only the only thing he will clear up is your insomnia. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Hmm. I could have him on, or I could have Eli Bosnick on and have him clear up my Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Tough t- decisions, Eli. Definitely, Eli. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want my next one? Don't worry. I'm still yes. keeping track of the pattern. So, okay. I'm just doing all your work for you here, Larry. Jesus. Okay. So, third story of mine. Also from BuzzFeed News, a black politician told a white politician to check his privilege and all hell broke loose. I just, <laughs> I love that headline on its own. I don't even need to know the rest of the story, but because of Alex, course, where, the, where of anyone know where Alex was this loose. weekend? <laughs> oh, and this is in Canada. Again, I have a lot of Canadian stories. I don't know if I, I don't know why, but apparently, uh, Let's see. So this this douchebag in Canada. Uh, okay, it all started with Immigration Minister Ahmad Hussein praising, praising the government's latest budget for initiatives benefiting black and other racialized people. So this is the original uh, tweet that caused the whole Twitter storm. A historic budget for racialized Canadians, 19 million for black youth and mental health, National Anti-Racism Plan, Center for Racial Gender Data, 23 million multiculturalism funding, 31.8 million for racialized newcomer women, real change for equality and growth. So now this other guy, Bernier, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right and I don't care. His tweet back was Bernier or bust. Yeah. I thought the ultimate goal of fighting discrimination was to create a colorblind society where everyone is treated the same, not to set some Canadians apart as being racialized. What's the purpose of this awful jargon to create more division for the liberals to exploit? So it's nice to know that Canada has the same problems we have. So that made me feel good. Every time I see someone complain about the liberals, all I keep hearing is like some Scooby-Doo shit. Like, (laughs) darn you! (laughs) I would have gotten away with it if not for you liberals! (laughs) And you're meddling compassion. Yeah, but this is Canada. And I was wondering, what does it mean when all hell breaks loose in Canada? Well, And it, all I can find is Bernier de- declined her invitation to talk. Yeah, it means a tweet storm, basically. That's that's oh. what all hell breaking loose is. is just oh, okay. People piling on on Twitter. Yeah, the, the offensive comment that was made to make all hell broke loose break loose was this other mp uh who said do some research or a google search as to why stating colorblindness is a defense actually contributes to race okay this is hard to read because they're spelling all these words in the british style and i i can't it's (laughs) weird Okay, do some research or such blasphemy as to why stating colorblindness as a defense actually contributes to racism. Please check your privilege and be quiet. Since our government likes research, here is some evidence. And then posted some evidence, as you do. And then apparently all hell broke loose. So all these. Uh Can I just say, like, I love the Canadian Parliament so much after seeing Gad Sad go in and get laughed at. I did not (laughs) see that. Oh, oh, and my birth is indeed birthing. Yeah, that's your co-host. Uh-huh. Oh, and of course, I, I love how at some point they always have to drag MLK into it and drag out the I have a dream speech. And 
See, because Martin King said that you should only judge people the content of their character. So you're being reverse racist. Oh, God. It's just... Why don't people just stop? Yeah. Please check your... Oh, uh, I want to be clear before I say this next thing. Um, Mark Tauhe at Tauhe said on Twitter, please check your privilege is the 21st century anti-white equivalent of the N-word. Yeah, I love that one. That was a yeah. great... <laughs> yeah. I, I love conservative white people whining about things. Won't anyone oh, yeah. think of the white people and how how much we're suffering by being called names yeah us poor persecuted majority in power mm-hmm. yeah I, w- I was once at an atheist conference and the one, an audience member got up after a talk to make that same sort of statement that he believed he was truly colorblind and he did not see color um and the speaker was sikivu hutchinson it was okay i'm not very familiar with sikivu but i get the feeling that she's not exactly someone who if you're a white person, you should say racist shit. No, <laughs> and she she dismantled him politely and calmly. It was wonderful. Oh, and then all the problems in the atheist community sorted themselves out, right? Is that how that ended? <laughs> oh, you are so optimistic. It's adorable. <laughs> oh, no, I'm really not. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, incidentally, okay. PZ, what's your next one? Can I say something quick before oh, PZ sorry. starts just to yes. throw some admiration at PZ? Please do. Um, oh. So you won't remember this, but I was at a conference you were at, Minnesota Atheist Conference, years ago. I can't even remember how many years ago it was now, but it was pretty close after the whole um, elevator gate thing. And you were in a panel talk and, you know, some people started standing up saying, well, wasn't the guy in the elevator just you know, awkward or wasn't he just, and you just shut everybody down and explained it and it made sense and you weren't putting up with any bullshit. A- and Amy, you went out. Beautiful. Uh Oh, I went out. Yes. You I couldn't hear a single word you were oh, saying. No, for how long? Uh, just a second oh, or two. Okay. So eh, just say it again. I, all I was saying is PZ's awesome. And he shut down a bunch of people over the elevator gate thing at a panel discussion at a conference I was at for Minnesota Atheists and it was beautiful and it was actually the first time I had ever heard about the elevator gate thing because I was fairly new to the movement and it was great just wanted to say that <laughs> thank you I'm I'm blushing now. Oh. it's yeah PZ is kind of awesome I love I, I love seeing him handle Facebook drama oh, yeah. honestly oh. that's always fun I hate like, like I hate huh? Facebook drama, but yeah, sometimes you just have to get in there and wade in and throw a few punches around. And that's all I can do. I live for Facebook drama. Honestly, I try to avoid it, but sometimes someone says something either really stupid, really false, or both. And I just can't. Like, my fingers start <laughs> moving on their own. Yeah, I'm the kind of I just can't let shit go. If I can't, I have to. It's impossible. Facebook drama is my life. <laughs> anyway someone s- spread some more bullshit about dan errol and i disagree with him on a lot but yeah i think he's a good dude so i i had to get in there and say something i have no opinion one way or the other on dan errol so i'm staying out of that one yeah i don't i don't know him well enough but i i do kind of resent the way some people are just using him as a as a rat, red flag to bait everyone and i that just bugs me yeah, I mean, again, as much as I like him, I it's not like he represents anyone but him. Yeah. And g- good thing, too, because he's very 
controversial. Yes, controversial. Anyway, anyway, before I keep putting my foot in it, uh, I, I believe PZ is next. Yes. Okay, uh, let's try this one. So, just a website. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a very poorly organized website, but it's um, it's, it's one of these weird sites that promotes alien stories. Oh, you can. There's oh, a little th- not, thing you can yes, switch it to English. Like, there we go. Yes. Yes. Sorry. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, their their big new story is there are these Nazca mummies, you know, from Peru, which have been the focus of a lot of weird stories in the past. Lloyd, have you heard of Lloyd Pye? No. Anyone? I have not. Oh. Anyway, the ancient inhabitants of Peru had this habit in their aristocracy of boarding the skulls of their children. And so they would get grossly distorted. They'd have these long, narrow skulls. Uh, they looked kind of like a bishop's mitre, but they weren't wearing anything. It was just the like shape of their heads. head. Yeah, yeah. kind of cone-heady. And so for many years, they've been touting these as evidence of aliens coming down and living on Earth. And uh, then there was this recent so-called discovery where they found a group of these mummies and they have long three-fingered hands, you know, kind of like E.T. Ooh, yeah. Uh, It turns out, of course, that they've been surgically manipulated, that they've been modified. You know, it's like like those uh, mermaid mummies you'd used to see where they just splice together a monkey and a fish. It's that sort of thing. Anyway, their excitement is that they have recovered DNA from some of these ancient mummies. And it's very amusing. They're now saying that they hope they were not human. Of course they are. Yes. Okay. Yes. But of course, if you go to, you know, legitimate sites and even some here, I'll put up another one. Here's another site. This is another paranormalist site, but uh, they come right out and admit it no sorry that's just plain old human dna and then there are some other sites that have actually investigated these things they say no they're they're total fakes they're they're a mix of looted body parts according to live science yeah so it's the first sentence just Earth was not destroyed by Planet X last weekend, so we can now turn our attention back to more important things, like the three-fingered yeah, potential alien Peruvian mummies. To read, if anybody's really, I just like the, in the really original bored. one, the original um, um, and, article you share. I love at the bottom in all caps. It says the implications of such news at all levels of society are immense. But are we ready to receive this information? Um, wait, okay, you know what? No, I'm actually going to do something I should have done this way before now and yell at the news. The implications of such news at all levels of society are immense, but are we ready to receive this information? Oh, you ought to be a Thank spokesperson. You. For I have this been group. auditioning. You'd be good at it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've been to this thing called the Paradigm mm. Symposium that's held in Minneapolis. Uh, I've been there twice now, uh, never again. And it's full of these weird people who are who are going down there and they're they're poking around in South America, and of course, South American natives 
are crude and primitive and stupid, and they could not possibly have built these pyramids. So we've got to invoke mysterious aliens coming down from outer space in order to do this assembly. Crude, primitive, and stupid. Are we talking about Trump voters again? uh, Maybe. Yeah. Strangely enough, they never seem to go to France and take a look at the Cathedral of Notre Dame and say, no, those medieval people were too stupid and foolish to do this. It must have been aliens. (laughs) Remember? Oh, right. Right. Sounds like the MythCon crowd to me. evidenced by Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On a somewhat related note, the the atheist group that I used to run in my little small town, I kind of gave it up because I just, I have too much shit going on, but we had, um, when you call a group a free thinker group, it turns out not everybody actually knows what that word means. And we got a few people that showed up that were so excited to find fellow free thinkers that they could discuss ancient aliens with because they were really into this and they, you know, and conspiracy theories. And so I think, I think it took them a few visits to figure out that that's not what we were there to talk It took them a few visits. Yeah, yeah, like that's not like, I think they got confused. Like, why is everybody arguing and asking me for my evidence of this? I don't understand. I, I saw it on ancient aliens. Don't these people watch ancient aliens? I don't. Okay. Very, I have to ask. I have to ask because Only I haven't done this in a while. Have you all seen the History Channel recently? Ugh, I've skimmed it. I haven't watched anything on it. Not recently. So y'all have seen it. Then. Yeah, I've. <laughs> yeah. Like it's I haven't bad. seen it in years yeah. because the few things I saw it when I quit watching were the, probably the same things y'all did. Mm-hmm. Like ancient aliens, yeah, swamp actually... people. Uh I find like I love history documentaries I just I love I can't get enough of them and so it disappoints me that we have a whole channel that's supposed to be dedicated to that but doesn't do any of that but sometimes I'll find old history channel stuff back from when it was still passable on YouTube and even then it was really overproduced not fully you know it's it's like history candy for your eyes, but I still enjoy it much more than fucking ancient aliens yeah. <laughs> or yeah. swamp monsters. Yeah, but even in the good old days, oh, it was still half Hitler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I. Okay, so we're talking historical Hitler. Hitler. Cool. Yeah, actual Hitler. Like just saying, ever since Nat Geo <laughs> got got bought up by the Koch yeah. brothers, I'm I was kind of like, wait, wait, what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. And boy, I got away from yeah. National Geographic just in time. I'm so um, glad. Okay. Well, unless y'all got more stories, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I think that'll do it for me. Oh, all right. Well, this has been Man Yells at News. I'm Larry Yellingman. Amy, PZ, plug your stuff one last time. Okay. Come down to freethoughtblogs.com and browse through all the bloggers there, all promoting free thought and good things like that. And listen to Secular Soup on your favorite podcatcher. We talk about random shit and we pick a topic and usually don't stay on topic at all. So if you like atheism, feminism, secular women, podcasts host by women, that's what we do. So check us out. Secular Soup, Facebook, podcatchers, whatever. Sounds good to me. Well, thank thank y'all for listening. This podcast could not be possible without, without the support of listeners. Well, because my listeners are also my guests, honestly. <laughs>
<laughs> like you. <laughs> Catchphrase sign off. You can find Man Yells at News at patreon.com slash Larry Yelling Man. I'm also on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Just look for Man Yells at News and you should find me. I hope y'all have a great day. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.